Hello, dear listeners, and welcome to Self-Compassion Talk, a podcast where we attempt to improve the quality of lives of the teachers in their wider communities and society. I'm your host, Garabo Maina, a representative of the Psychology Honors Project. It is an absolute pleasure to indulge you in this conversation that I believe has the potential not only to help you manage your everyday living, but also make your living worthwhile. Do you ever just feel tired and burnt out? Find it hard to do the things that weren't really an issue before. Maybe you've had moments where you ponder on how you can better care for yourself and manage stress, especially during this pandemic. Have you ever asked yourself why some people cope better with stress? Well, this podcast serves to motivate you, our teachers, through such emotions through self-compassion strategies so that you can remain the best in helping secure the future of all learners. Sandra Berig states, and I quote, to accept ourselves as we are means to value our imperfections as much as we value our perfections. Most of you at some point have scolded yourself for bad behavior, whether it is being frustrated at a learner who is disrupting a class during an important class activity that you strictly reprimanded them for. You felt bad about it for days, not knowing how to deal with it. Sometimes you'd even talk to other teachers, hoping for a solution. We will emphasize the importance of developing a relationship with the self, from practicing self-compassion to self-acceptance to self-love, and lastly, self-care. Ultimately, my hope is that you will learn these things and that you will learn how to trust your inner wisdom. This is important because it helps you focus on the here and now and to take better care for our well-being in order to live meaningful lives. Now, let's talk self-compassion. Do you ever find yourself having way too much lesson preparation or you have way too many lessons to teach? Do you feel overwhelmed and feel the tension in different parts of your body? You, dear teacher, might be experiencing stress. When we speak about stress, we are referring to a state of mental strain, emotional strain and tension that is a result of adverse and demanding circumstances. These circumstances all simultaneously confront us and we are bound to feel overwhelmed and experience a feeling of defeat hopelessness, and an inability to control our affairs. This then creates the potential for a burnout to develop, which is a syndrome that develops as a result of chronic workplace stress that has not been successfully managed. Stress and burnout are common, difficult, everyday challenges for most employees. This is because we struggle to maintain work-life balance and work can become too demanding. However, it becomes even more difficult given the current situation the world faces today. The COVID-19 pandemic poses a high risk for stress to teachers because you have to maintain a balance between adapting to the changes brought forth by COVID-19 and remaining the best possible teachers you can be to secure a good future for the learners. Teachers tend to be easily compassionate towards family members, colleagues, friends, and even the learners in your class. But have you ever thought about turning that compassion to yourself? This is where self-compassion comes in. 
Self-compassion can be used to combat the effects of stress and burnout experienced by teachers. Self-compassion can be defined as an inability to handle adversity by being warm and extending love and unconditional acceptance toward oneself. In trying to understand what self-compassion is, it is useful for us to learn that it has three components, namely self-kindness, a sense of common humanity, and mindfulness. Self-compassion reminds us to be caring towards ourselves and to be caring towards others. A sense of common humanity is about sharing the human experience and creating connections with others. Lastly, mindfulness touches on being open to the reality of the present moment and acknowledging our suffering without exaggerating it. Instead of merciless judging and criticizing yourself for various shortcomings, self-compassion means that you are kind and understanding when confronted with personal failings, such as feeling inadequate when learners fail. After all, who said you're supposed to be perfect? Now let's talk the benefits of self-compassion. Self-compassion has proven to help us understand ourselves and those around us better, especially when having to deal with emotions such as pain. Choosing ourselves enhances our self-worth and it plays a significant role in reducing our level of anxiety and depression during times of difficulty. When we are kind to ourselves and are focused on our well-being, we can increase our happiness and create a sense of peace through motivation and optimism. On top of that, it teaches us more about perspective-taking skills. The importance of self-compassion for teachers. When you are self-compassionate, you are more likely to have fewer negative emotions and to feel more emotionally stable. The fear that comes with making mistakes during burnout becomes relatively low as you become more accepting of your flaws. Therefore, self-compassion fosters a new way of building a connection with yourself. In addition, kindness to yourself is embraced by showing warmth as well as kindness to yourself when faced with negative emotions, instead of criticizing yourself or imposing cruel judgment upon failure. We are all humans and we experience pressure in different ways. As much as we are understanding of other people's negative emotions and experiences, we should ha also have understanding of ours. Self-compassion is considered as being human which is treating your life experiences as being part of life instead of isolating or escaping life's difficulties. Furthermore, the more self-compassion you have, the better you handle situations and the more you get in touch with your inner strength. Now, how you can boost your self-compassion? The first way you can boost your self-compassion is write yourself a letter. So imagine that you've just lost your wallet in a very busy shopping mall and it has your ID, your license and your bank cards in it. You feel angry and mad at yourself for being so careless. Now, to boost your self-compassion, take the perspective of a compassionate friend. So you can imagine that you are the other person. Ask yourself, what would a compassionate and kind friend say to me right now? Write down what this friend would say in a letter. Later, come back and read the letter and then receive it from yourself. Keep coming back to this letter when you are feeling bad about this aspect of yourself. That is, for example, your carelessness as a reminder to be self-compassionate. 
The second way in which you can boost your self-compassion is to write down your self-talk. The first step to boosting your self-compassion is to notice when you are being self-critical. If you are self-critical, for example, because your clothes don't fit as well as they used to, or you said something wrong in a situation, write down the self-critical words that come to mind. For example, the learners don't like me and am I doing a good enough job? And then ask yourself, would you ever say those words to your friend? And what would that friend say? Make an effort to soften the self-critical voice and do so with self-compassion rather than self-judgment. For example, you can say, I know you are trying really hard to impress the learners and make their lives easier. However, you are putting yourself under so much stress. Now you feel like the worst teacher. So how about you take a walk to feel better? The third way you can boost your self-compassion is by developing a self-compassion mantra. Here is the self-compassion mantra Kristen Neves, a leader in the field, developed for herself. This is a moment of suffering. Suffering is a part of life. May I be kind to myself in this moment and may I give myself the self-compassion I need. Neff's son has autism, and when he would throw a tantrum in public, she would always turn to her self-compassion mantra, partly as a way to focus her mind, but also because what she needed most at that moment was emotional support, so she could deal with the situation with more grace. Now, dear listeners, please join me in a self-compassion exercise. This exercise is a mix of what we call releasing statements and affirmations. It is a two-step process which starts with releasing statements. You can use them to release yourself of the negative thoughts you are having about yourself and accept that it is okay to feel that feeling. Secondly, you can take a deep breath in between saying the affirmation two times. Let's start with my negative thought. So my negative thought is, I'm such a crybaby for being upset about my highlighters that are missing, which is such a small thing. However, I can release myself from this thought by using this releasing statement. It is okay that I feel upset. I am human and I have feelings. If it upsets me, then it isn't as small and insignificant as I am making it out to be. Self-compassion is acknowledging that I have permission to fall down, but I won't give myself permission to stay there. Taking care of myself is a priority. Use a language that speaks to you. Something natural that soothes you. Something like, may I be kind to myself in this moment? And to support bringing kindness to yourself, I'd advise that you perhaps put your hand on your heart or someplace in your body that feels soothing and comforting. Feel the warmth of your hand and the gentle touch. Letting these feelings of care stream through your fingers into your body. It is very important that we acknowledge, name, and realize these feelings. Remember that other people are also going through the same feelings. Before we go, I'd like to say teachers, you are making a difference in the lives of different learners every day. So be kind to yourself, be self-compassionate. Remember the basic principles of self-compassion of being kind to yourself, showing humanity and self-care. Self-compassion strategies to be implemented are as simple as affirmations such as I can do this, I have got this, or even the breathing exercises when experiencing stress. 
Teaching during a pandemic can be stressful at times, so it is important to be kind to yourself as that can enhance your self-worth, but also help you deal with stress, anxiety, and burnout that comes with being a teacher, especially during a pandemic. And I leave you with this. Make yourself a priority because at the end, you are your longest commitment. For more information on self-compassion, please visit www.selfcompassion.org or alternatively, www.mindful.org. Thank you and take good care.